Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to my first episode of According to Christy, and thank you so much for all the love and all the response, it's been amazing. So now we're going to do my first interview roundtable talk with my girl Nat. We're we're both fresh off of breakups, and so we're just going to talk a little bit today about breakups and um, where to go from here and the dating scene that we've seen so far. Also, this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Month, so I do have two more interviews coming to you this month. So, Natalie, let's get started. Let's get started. Hi, guys. Well, let me start saying I'm honored to be on here and for you asking me to be a part of your podcast. Um, You're an amazing person. You've always had been since I met you, so I'm excited. Yeah, I've known Natalie for how long? Three years? Oh, my God. It feels like forever. Forever. And we might as well just t- entitle this show according to the Geminis because we go. both Geminis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my relationship would have been a year. Both of us, crazy crazy enough, both our relationships would have been actually a year this year. Mm-hmm. You would, If you would have asked me this time last year that I think I saw my relationship in it, I'd have been like, no. I'd have been like, no, not at all. I just really thought everything went perfect. For me, it changed me a lot. And it made me feel like, because I hadn't had a boyfriend since my daughter was in the fifth grade. So it really changed me as a person because I had to kind of soften a lot. Like the nigga going to sleep with, you know, the light, the TV on. And I let him do that. I don't sleep with TV on. I got I got a blackout curtains in my house. Right. So, right. so, right. That, so I don't sleep with TVs on. So the fact that I let him sleep with the TVs on, that's big for me. I like you. Right. I mean, I really like you. The yeah. fact that I let you stay, come to my house, like the first day, pick me up at my house. That's big for me because I don't let people come to my house. There's people, there's people that's known me for six, seven, eight years and I don't got my address. Right. Just because I don't, I don't rock like that with guys. And right. I'm, and usually, you know, I just don't fool with God. Most guys don't make it that far in my book anyway. Mm-hmm. So tell about your situation, Natalie. When you first started, how you got blindsided? <laughs> so where do I start, guys? I want to say for me, um, coming from a divorce of being in a marriage for seven years, um, I had to learn how to date again. Um, I was so used to comfortability being in a toxic marriage. Um, that's not anything against him. But it was so toxic to where you become, that's that's normal. Um, it's normal to fuss and fight and come back together. So by dating somebody new, somebody fresh, somebody dating from this, from this town that I live in, that was shocking to me because I don't do that. I'm a... You live in another state. That's how I am. Yeah, you don't live. You don't uh, live in the same no, city. I don't, I don't want city. you because I don't want you interrupting my there life. Basically, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I right. never want anybody right. interrupting right. my life. So you always had to live an right. hour or more. There you go. You had you to be an hour. Out of sight, out of yeah, life. yeah, exactly. Not, even when I met my husband, he lived in Raleigh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then yeah. he moved to Greensboro for me. So I mean, see how that went because he moved his ass right back to Raleigh. Um, but yeah, dating for me. Somebody new, somebody fresh. Um, first of all, I have kids. So I went on a limb of dating somebody who did not have kids. Um, and that's big for me. Um, and let's just say I knew better. Um, and I think for me at the age that I'm at, I've looked for... How old are you? 33. Okay. So um, for me, my kids are older. So had them young, guys. So they're older. So I think for me, for you not to have children... And you're in your 30s. Red flag. To me, it was a red flag. Right. Um, and believe it or not, I've met a lot of guys that just don't have children. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? 
that doesn't not necessarily mean you're a hoe or you just slain dick to any and everybody. It doesn't mean that. I think for me, again, I don't know too many people who are in their 30s that don't have children. So for me, I was like, I'm gonna go out on the limb. He doesn't have kids, but he has his own shop. He's real like business orientated, professional. He's showering with me with love and affection and attention. And this is what I wanted, this is what I needed, or this is what I thought. But the man that he presented to me in the beginning was not the end result man that I was thought that he was. And I just feel like they hide stuff. And I mean, that 90 day rule, and we'll talk about that on another podcast because I really live by the 90 day rule. Right. And within, I feel like within those 90 days, you really see who a person is. And sometimes you kind of just, you 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 ignore it. See, because for me, it was communication. Because the communication really wasn't there, but I just kind of brushed over it because he was so like, well, I don't, I don't text that much. I don't do this. I don't do that. Yeah, but you started out texting daily and then, you know, things just started changing. But the communication through text messages is fine, but your verbal communication is where I had the issue at. But that's not even what broke us up. I mean, I I don't even know what broke us up. I don't right. know. To this day, I don't. Right. I think I think for me, um, the way he came into the relationship was a red flag. He was already kind of dealing with somebody and I didn't know. Yeah. And she kind of like hit me up like, hey, you know, are you with whoop? And I'm just like, Huh? Like, how do you, where you get my number from? You know what I'm saying? And the, I, I should have known then you got a pattern. Right. You know what I mean? And I think for me, I require a lot um, because I bring a lot to the table. That's not necessarily saying I intimidate you, but I'm a spoiler. Like, I love my man. I'll spoil him. I yeah. make him feel like he's the Everything. best thing walking. Right. Home. But when I come to you and tell you how I'm feeling, and I'm starting to become emotionless. Yeah. And when you act like you don't see it or you don't hear it or you don't recognize it or you yeah. don't even acknowledge it, then I, I start to check out. And, but yeah, right, I start it. to check out. But I'm not all the way checked out. Right. And instead of right. you realizing that I'm checking out, instead of trying to fix the problem, you're over here checking out with me. Right. That's right. not how this is going to work. And that's what he did to me. Kind of, I, I felt like at some points in time during our dating relationship, we were dating the same damn person because they were doing the same doing damn the thing same at the same time. Day. Yeah, they're right. doing the same thing because when he checked out, it was like, I'm telling you, this is what I need because I'm, I'm a communicator. I'm so if I'm going to sit here and tell you I need this from you and you sitting there looking like, I mean, hello, I'm telling you what I need. Right. I ain't telling you to take me out and buy me no thousand right. things. I ain't telling you to take me here and buy me this and right. get my nails done again. I ain't telling you to do that. I'm just telling you to be simply you. And see, I think that's another reason why we broke up because when I first talk, started talking to him, because I listen. I listen when guys talk so I can hear because I, I like to listen because that listening is going to tell you a lot about them. You know so what? Honestly, I, that's a Gemini trait because I'm going to tell you what. When I used to tell him, I noticed a lot about him. You don't listen to understand. You listen to talk. Yeah, right. And I understood everything he was saying because after like probably about our third or fourth date, we he took me to the beach that next weekend. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to ask you something. I said, can you can you be loved for you just you? I said, can you be loved for just you? Because what I hear from you, you've always been the giver. Right. And you've always had to shell out money to people. I don't need your money. I just need you. And do you know how to be loved like that? And he was like, yeah, but you didn't. But you didn't in the end. You didn't know how to be loved like that because it money wouldn't have mattered at the end. If that's what you say, that's why you claim we're not together right now because of your financial situation. That but that shouldn't have mattered because I told you I got you. 
Right. I told you I got you. And in a partnership, I feel like you're supposed to be able to have your spouse when your spouse ain't good or your partner when they're not good and they can't provide. You should be able to pick up the slack. I was good over my side. Right. So I told if I told you that I got you, that mean I got you 100 percent. It didn't mean I got you. And then I need you to pick up 20 percent because I only got you 80. I said I got you fully. Mm-hmm. So don't have to worry about it. But maybe you've never been with a woman that had you fully and you didn't know how to react to that. Right. That's not my problem. That's right. your pride in your business. Right. I and, can't and, I can't and, fix that. And I used to tell my ex all the time, you you fuck your ego. And right. you, you're you're very prideful. Like um, Yeah, they are. You fucking your ego is what's getting you out of this relationship. And I didn't know me and some I mean, I didn't know that pride thing was so strong as he would mind be an older man. So his generation was the provider type that's built instilled in their head which to me you know it's 2021 the hell with all that you the provider right now women make more women can be making more money than women or just as much we holding down the household and y'all moving into our shit so y'all moving into our shit in 2021 because you ain't got your own shit so all that provider shit kind of go out the door when you in my shit times have changed and if you can't evolve with the changes and you're over 50 can't revolve with the changes, but you want to date somebody that's 45, you want to date somebody that's lower than you, then I don't know what you're trying to do. Not unless you're trying to get one of these hood rat chicks that just want to date you for the money that you ain't got. That you ain't got, that you ain't got right now. Not that you ain't never going to have, but you don't got it right now. Right. And I don't need you to do I don't need you to do that. I can take you to go get a damn massage. I don't need your money to take me to get a massage. Right. That was stuff you did out of the kindness of your heart at that time because you had the money to do it. I appreciate every bit of it. I mean, I appreciate it all. I appreciate you being able to take me to the beach for the whole weekend and I have to pull out my card. Never done that. Never experienced that. I appreciate you for being, taking me to get my first massage. Never done that. Never experienced that. But you taught me how to relax. So I'm like, cool. And I appreciate all of that. But I also, in turn, pay for you a massage. I pay for us massages, too, because now that you done showed me a new way of life, I'm going to show you, guess what? I can pick up the tab for that sometimes, too. I think, I think, and that was the routine that me and him prodded on every month we would get massages. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I would be the one to set it up. But, you know, regardless of who paid, that was something that we yeah. did everywhere we went. It was the quality time part. part. And then we went to Puerto Rico. I think we got a massage. And we went to Vegas. We got a massage. Like, that mm-hmm. was Orlando. That was just things that we, we did. did. Yeah. Know? And when I started to notice um, changes, and when I'm saying something to you about it, you always become defensive. Or... And- or you say, I'm just not good enough for you, or I can't make oh you happy. God. I can't I'm make so, you happy. So nobody you. said you can't make nobody happy. <laughs> ain't that's nobody, ain't that's nobody said God, that. God, your cop out. Like, hello, do you see me smiling? Do you hear me telling you to get out? If you, you ain't heard me, me, if you ain't heard me tell you to get out, and you don't and tell me to tell you to go back home, then obviously you're making me happy, and that's what they won't realize. When women have their own, like they have their own house and they're secure in everything that they have, it's the little things for us. It's not the material things. It's the little things, like the things that we wouldn't think to do for ourselves. Like he bought me that shoe rack. I would have never thought to buy myself a shoe rack Mm -hmm. and organize my shoes. He organized my closet. I would have never thought to do that. It's just the little things that he did that I would have never did for myself. The folding up of my clothes, the doing the laundry, me not having to touch my clothes for like three or four months. Uh, what i didn't have to touch my clothes i didn't have to do any laundry so i'm talking about i'm spoiled now because 
my drawers look a mess. So I need you to get on back over here and get this closet and these drawers fixed. You need to get your mind back right and get on back You need to get back over here because these drawers, every time I pull in, I was like, you know what? He would be having a fit right now if he's seen his drawers, especially because I done bought some more clothes. So you need to get over here and figure out how to get this organized. So his organization, I love his organization because I didn't care about that. I'm going out, go to work, do my thing. I ain't caring what that closet looked like. I, I know where my stuff is. Mm-hmm. I ain't caring what the drawers look like. I know where my clothes is like. He right. even bought the lingerie bags. All oh, my wow. all my bathing suits are in the lingerie bag. And when it was time to go to the lake, this well, this shit's really organized. All my shit right here together. All my daggum cover ups, everything in the lingerie bag. When I tell you I'm organized over there, I'm organized. <laughs> Shout out to you know who. Right. Shout thank, out. You, thank you for organizing thank you, me. Now get on back up here and do it again. Because okay? it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> I mean, he had some good qualities. You know, I'm not going to just bash him to the sea. He had, um, for a man to not have children, he didn't interact well. He could have done better. But he reacts, he did good with the children that I had. I just think sometimes you get into a relationship with certain people and you either bring out the, the best in them, the worst in them, or they just are the same. I think I introduced him to something different. Right. Um, that does not mean that's always a good thing. Right. But I just think I introduced him to something different. He definitely how to handle it. Correct. You definitely introduced me to something different. Um, just the, again, I was spoiled with being married. So when you get into disagreements, when you get into um, arguments, I was never used to, it's over. I'm done. I'm walking out. I'm getting my shit. Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. I, I, I'm done. I'm done with this relationship. But I wasn't used to that because we're in a marriage. So we're living together. So you're coming home every day. Right. Um, you know, it's just like, it may say, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you right now. Like, fuck you. You can go to hell. But it was never, uh, I'm done. I'm packing my shit. I'm moving out. Like, we didn't really get to that stage mm-hmm. until the seventh year. Yeah, that's the se- that seven year is just what people say. If you make it past that seventh year, you might be uh, you go to shouts out to the married couples yeah. that stayed married and raised your kids because I don't know how you yes. did it because yes. to me, me require look me re- me require more than I thought they did just yes. getting out of this relationship and I'm like, damn, I'm so glad my kids is grown yes. and they don't got no homework because ain't nowhere I'm doing no homework and dealing with your attitude that I didn't know you had because you in the room sulking about something I didn't know you were sulking about. I don't got time to work. Pay attention to you. Pay attention to kids and try to be a decent girlfriend. I didn't have time for all of that. Right. I didn't have time for that. And then I realized that when we went through this major situation in the household and um, in, let's see, when did we do it? It was in Je- December, January. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. Peace. Peace. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. It's raw, it's cutthroat. Them giving advice for relationships, sports, the media. She dropping it off, it's raw. Okay. She giving it unfiltered, y'all. You gotta tune in on the daily. Okay. You gotta tune in, it gone crazy. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. She started off just as a mother, realest woman you might ever go meet. According to Chrissy, according, according to Chrissy, I said she really do run it. I said she really do run it. Go, go. 